0: The Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a little bit of breathing room thanks to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Tom Brady hopes to have the offense ready for Monday night. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, the daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey. What's up, and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, flying solo on this episode, the deputy editor of BucksNation.com. You can check out my co host, David Harrison, over at BucksGameDay.com. And of course, follow everything on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Again, we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Today's episode of Locked On Bucks is presented by prize picks. Pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. And first time users sign up with promo code LOCKED ON to get a 100% deposit match. Prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did get some wiggle room in the NFC South, thanks to the Falcons losing. We're going to get to that a little bit later as we kind of take a bigger look at what's going on in the NFC South. But need to talk about that updated injury report that dropped after David and I had published the Friday episode thanks in large part to the fact that the Buccaneers playing on Monday. So we didn't get the final injury report until after uh, you know that show was completed. So the only Buccaneers player officially ruled out is Tristan Wirfs. We already knew that Wirfs was going to miss this game. He's slated to miss three to four weeks, which is going to be a problem against some of the teams that the Buccaneers are going to be facing, especially after what Bosa did to Tua tunga in that 49ers-Dolphins game. But safeties Antoine Winfield Jr. and Mike Edwards, as well as cornerback Sean Murphy Bunting, are all listed as doubtful for Monday night's game against the Saints. That means that your likely starting safeties are Keanu Neal and Logan Ryan, though Ryan is still kind of up in the air as he's trying to return from injury. It also means that rookie corner Zion McCollum is going to see more action on the field, and for those that remember a few weeks back, McCollum played okay. But he definitely was not up to the level that the Bucks want or expect him to reach. You know, he was a late round pick. He was a, a, a day three pick. And, you know, he's still getting acclimated to the NFL game. He's not going to go out there and immediately show out. We all remember Jamel Dean's first uh, foray into live NFL action against the Seattle Seahawks when he got absolutely torched. Now, Jamel Dean is arguably the best corner on the team. He's going to make himself a whole heck of a lot of money, whether that's with the Bucs or in free agency. So those things can develop. It's not, you know, he's not a bust. He's not a wasted pick, anything like that. But Zion McCollum is going through some growing pains and some struggles. It also means that we're probably going to see more D. Delaney. D. Delaney had stepped in last week against the Cleveland Browns due to some injuries. Saw some some playing time. So those guys are going to be probably swapping in and out. You still have Carlton Davis. You still have Jamel Dean out there. But you're going up against the Saints. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. But you're you're going up against guys like Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, Marquez Callaway, Rashid Shaheed you know these guys that can stretch the field without much problem they can win their one-on-one matchups and when you don't have antoine winfield junior and you don't have mike edwards back there that stretching of the field can turn into some explosive plays and some big time scores especially with guys like chris olave or guys that have the speed like callaway and shaheed do jarvis landry still a threat but he's kind of become more of a possession receiver At this stage in his career than he was early on, uh, you know, especially in his time with the Cleveland Browns, you know, he really started to become that deep threat. I'm not saying he can't do that. I'm just saying he's more of the move the sticks possession guy than he used to be. Whereas the Saints look to guys like Olave and Callaway and Shaheed as those stretch the field, explosive play, big score, you know, type of threats. When you have Zion McCollum or D. Delaney out there against these guys, when your safeties are Keanu Neal and Logan Ryan instead of Antoine Winfield Jr. and Mike Edwards, it can create some problems. Now, Todd Bowles, when speaking to the media about Winfield and Edwards, said, quote, well, they're not ruled out. We're going to wait until Monday, see if they can do something before the game, and we'll make that decision at that time. So both of them Listed as doubtful on the injury report, considered game time decisions. We might hear about that decision earlier in the day, you know, depending on how those guys are feeling, or they may wait until that inactive report comes out to see if either of those guys are going to play. And when he spoke about Logan Ryan, who had, you know, he made some pretty good plays up until the, the point that he got hurt, Todd Bowles said, quote, he had no setbacks. Hopefully, he's been working hard, doing a little more each day. We've just got to see how much he can do. So a really, really thin secondary for a really good defense could create problems against a division rival who they have trouble against. Yes, they beat them earlier in the year, but a lot of that was predicated on the defense. And when you're missing those key players in the defense, it can cause a problem. Since Tom Brady joined the Buccaneers, the Bucks haven't scored a touchdown at home against the New Orleans Saints. So, if the offense can't get going and the defense is missing three key parts of their secondary, this could get potentially ugly. I'm I'm not loving the way this is shaping up right now, but but there is maybe a little bit of optimism thanks in part to Tom Brady. As he's been you know, working with Mike Evans in practice, he spoke to the media about how competitive those practices have been, and we're going to get to that in just a little bit. Look, we all love holiday get-togethers with friends and family, and when those happen, chances are you may indulge in some adult beverages, or maybe you would just like to bring one as a gift to the host of the party. Well, this holiday, find what you love at Total Wine and more. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite single barrel bourbon or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. And all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price. You'll love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina, Drink responsibly, be 21. At Locked On Bucks, we believe that home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. And this season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Bucks listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't delay, do not put this off. I am a big fan of Simply Safes advanced technology. I can check in on things from an app on my phone. It's crystal clear HD, and there is a wide range of high-tech sensors or any number of options that you can include in your home security. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window and door with HD security cameras for inside and out with smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real and even have haver- have hazard sensors that detect fires, floods and other threats to your home with 24/7 professional monitoring services that cost under $1 a day, that's less than half the price of traditional home security systems. Don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off of any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Safe. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. For the biggest headlines in all of sports, make your second listen or review Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tom Brady spoke to the media last week, and he talked about some of the changes, some of the things that they were doing at practice in hopes of sparking the offensive side of the ball. So Brady discussed the competitive level of practice, as well as his chemistry with Mike Evans which we saw some disconnect there against the Cleveland Browns last week. Mike Evans has not had a great game in a couple of weeks and there have been some missed opportunities. Both Brady and Evans could be, you know, looked at as being at fault in any of those given situations. You know, it's not all on one guy, but it's something that has to be fixed. So when Tom Brady spoke about it, he said, quote, Yeah, I think practice is very important for all of us. And I think the more we can do in practice to simulate what goes on in the game, the better we do and the more we gain confidence in one another. I think the passing game is certainly about confidence and anticipation. You get a lot of those reps in training camp and you get into the season and there's always a balance between keeping guys fresh. Certainly a guy like Mike and I, We have a lot of years together now. I've thrown him a lot of balls. I have a lot of confidence. He and I, I have a lot of confidence in what we can do and what we've done. We're just going to keep working at it. Brady then went on to say, I think when you're losing, everything is horrible. And when you win, you think everything's great, even though not everything's great. And when you're losing, you think everything's horrible, even though it's probably not all horrible. It's just not good enough. There's a long season ahead for us and still a lot of football left to be played, and hopefully our best is ahead of us, end quote. Now, Mike Evans also spoke with the media, and he talked about his connection with Tom Brady, where he said, quote, Obviously, practice helps, but we've been getting some good reps in. It's a game of inches, and everything matters, so I have to be better. I'm used to getting two, three yards of separation on multiple routes. I've got to get that back. Brady's reading it right. It's on me. So Mike Evans is taking the bulk of the blame here, saying that the, the passes that seemed off or, or overthrown or underthrown, Mike Evans is taking the blame for those, saying that Brady's reading these, these routes right, and Mike's not doing his job. But when you take a look at the way that this offense is constructed, and David and I, you know, we've, we've talked about this. This is no longer the no-risk-it-no-biscuit approach. This is a very conservative offense, which goes against what all Bucks fans are used to at this stage, right? You have Godwin. You have Evans. You have Julio Jones now. You still have Scotty Miller. You have Leonard Fournette, an emerging Rashad White. You have Kate Otten. You you should be getting Russell Gage back. You have the pieces to be a high-powered, high-octane offense. But instead, they're being conservative. They're taking fewer downfield shots. And I believe you can only do so much in practice to simulate those situations. And the Buccaneers were so good the last couple of years in taking – those deep shots, that the fact that they're not doing it almost has them at a level where they're out of practice and out of sync when they do finally decide to pull the trigger on one of those. You know, we used to see five, six, seven deep shots a game. We're lucky to see that in a month now. And it didn't matter who the receiver was. It was Scotty Miller. It was Mike Evans. It was Godwin. It was Antonio Brown. It was uh, it was Brashad Perryman. It was Cyril Grayson. But they did it so much that the timing, the feel, it was all there. And now that they're not taking those shots and they're opting to dink and dunk and chip away all the way down the field, which I think goes hand in hand with stalling in the red zone or you know, failing on those fourth downs when you can opt to take field goals or opting to take field goals when maybe you should go for it on fourth down, all of it plays into one another. So creating a more competitive environment in practice is going to help, but it's not going to solve the problem. And right now the problem that the Buccaneers are facing is they're not putting up enough points to support one of the best scoring defenses in the National Football League. Who would have thought that an offense with Brady and Fournette and Evans and Godwin and all those guys that I just listed, who would have thought that not scoring enough points when your defense is holding teams to 18 points or less was going to be a problem. Now you have Marshawn Lattimore, who is hyped up and ready for this game because it's Lattimore versus Evans again. And I love Mike Evans. You all know my feelings on Mike Evans. He's arguably the greatest offensive Buccaneer to ever play for the team, including Tom Brady. He is a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He is going to be a Ring of Honor inductee. But there is no question he struggles against Marshawn Lattimore. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if his skill set just plays right into the hands of Marshawn Lattimore's strengths. Because we've seen Lattimore get burnt and destroyed by lesser wide receivers. But for whatever reason... He has Mike Evans shook. That's the best way I can describe it. He's got Mike Evans shook. So it's going to be on Mike Evans yet again in this game to get that figured out. Go back to what he said. I have to be better. I'm used to getting two, three yards of separation on multiple routes. I've got to get back to that. You want a spark from your offense, you get Mike Evans the ball early and off it, And you start to help him go back to what Brady said. It's all about confidence. You get him a couple of receptions when he's going up against Marshawn Lattimore early in the game. Now all of a sudden, maybe Mike Evans is getting in Marshawn Lattimore's head a little bit. Maybe Lattimore's looking at it like, okay, Mike's on his game tonight. I got to step up and be even better. Now, all of a sudden, you're drawing pass interference penalties. You're drawing defensive holding penalties. You might even draw yourself an unnecessary roughness. But it's all about the confidence. And it's all about Tom Brady and Mike Evans walking out on that field and saying, it does not matter who is lined up against us. It does not matter who's covering Mike Evans. It does not matter who is coming after me in the pocket. We're getting Mike the ball. We're getting Chris the ball. We're going to move down to the field and score. And just like momentum can swing in the middle of a game, all of a sudden momentum can start to swing in the middle of a season. I realize it's not exactly the middle. We're in the, the you know latter part here. But it helps build that confidence that Brady's stress to the media is so vital and so important. And for Mike Evans, it gets him back in the right frame of mind that, okay, I'm getting that separation. I'm winning my one-on-ones. I'm contributing to this team. I'm catching the ball. I'm moving the chains. I'm scoring touchdowns. And all of a sudden, in just one game, the offense can spark, and all of a sudden, you're putting up 22 points. You're putting up 24 points. You put up 27 points. This team has some tough defenses ahead of them, but you have to start with Monday night in a must-win situation to take advantage of that breathing room that the Pittsburgh Steelers gave you by beating the Falcons. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. You're not competing against other people, it's just you against the projections available. And Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch that's the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA. College football, men's and women's college basketball, NASCAR tennis, MMA, disc golf, cricket, and more. You have safe and fast withdrawals, and it's currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. To download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports, first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all one word, at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Wrapping things up here on a Monday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And if you didn't catch David and my game preview, we changed things up a little bit this week. He and I went live on YouTube Friday evening. That's something we're going to start doing a little bit more Moving forward, because by then we are getting the final injury report, except when they play on Monday night, and we can kind of dive into the game a little bit more knowing who is in and who is out. So if you want to catch us live on YouTube on Friday nights, that's great. If not, the podcast will hit your podcatcher of choice immediately following that live episode. You'll have it over the weekend you can listen to it as you're running errands or wrapping presents or just ahead of the game and uh so go back if you missed it check out that episode we do our usual bold predictions score predictions all that stuff but let's take a look at what happened on Sunday in the NFL more specifically in the NFC South the Atlanta Falcons lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers 19 to 16 and that puts them at 5 and 8 the bucks are currently 5 and 6 The Saints and Panthers are both 4-8. and Panthers were on a bye week. Bucks and Saints play tonight, if you are listening to this, on Monday. So even with a loss, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still a half game up in the division over the Falcons and Saints, and they have the tiebreaker over both. Here's what's concerning to me. You take a look at the Marcus Mariota Falcons. You take a look at the revolving door of quarterbacks in Carolina without Christian McCaffrey. You take a look at the Andy Dalton Saints who don't have Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara has been disappointing. When you take a look at the total points scored within the division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are dead last. The Buccaneers have scored 200 points. This season, The Falcons have scored 288, the Saints have scored 249, and the Panthers have scored 230. Now, to be fair, they've played more games than the Buccaneers have. But you're talking about an 88-point difference between you and the Atlanta Falcons? You're talking about a 49-point difference between you and the team you're about to face who benched their better quarterback in favor of Andy Dalton? You're talking about a 30-point difference between you and a team that was supposed to be in rebuild mode after they shipped off some of their best players. Baker Mayfield was a huge disappointment, and since then, it's just been who knows who's going to be a quarterback, but somehow they're still outscoring the Bucs. First place in the division, fewest points scored. And they're probably not going to pass Carolina this week. Any of you really think they're going to put up 31 or more against the New Orleans Saints? Because I don't. It's inexcusable. And it goes back to what we just talked about in segment two. Brady emphasized needing confidence and building up confidence in practice. That tells me that they don't have any confidence on Sundays or Mondays. That tells me that what they're doing when they go out onto the field, they are no longer the team that walks out there, comes out of the tunnel, and expects to win. They're a team now that comes out of the tunnel and says, I just hope we score more than the defense allows. I just hope we don't lose. Hope is not a very strategic route to success. Being lucky is not a strategic route to success. When you take a look at what the Bucks defense has done, in allowing the fewest points in the division by a wide margin. The Bucks' offense has scored 200. The Bucks' defense has allowed 203. The other teams in the NFC South have allowed 266, 280, and 312. The Bucks have allowed, I believe it was the third or fourth, fewest points in the National Football League. And your team is five and six because your offense is lost. That is not something that should be acceptable with the level of talent on this team. And we can make all the excuses in the world. I, you know, and and my dad always said something to me that I took to heart, and it was you know people talk about oh you're giving you know, you're making excuses for him you're making excuses explain to me the difference between an excuse and a reason cuz you can give the reason that the buccaneers had to replace their entire interior of their offensive line dealing with the injury to Ryan Jensen that was not expected having to replace two guards how important was Ali Marpet to Donovan Smith's success he is struggling this year i also wonder if if that is playing if his injury is playing a role in that but Luke Gedeke got this team off to a rocky start because he was not a starting caliber guard early in the season. Nick Leverett has stepped in, stepped up. Now you don't have Tristan Works. You have one returning starter from the offensive line the last two years, and he is having his worst season in the last three years. That is also not a route to success. Regardless, they should not be outscored by the three teams in their division based on how those teams are built at the moment. There is no excuse to have offenses led by Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, and quarterback DuJour in Charlotte outscoring Tom Brady and his cast of weapons. They have no confidence. It's like they're just sitting in a boat that's taking on water with no paddle, nowhere to go, just waiting on the inevitable. And you can't have that. This was a championship caliber roster and they're struggling to score 20 points in a game. All of that, regardless of what happened, the first 11 games of this season, all of that can change in an instant. And it starts against the New Orleans Saints tonight. David is going to be back with the post game reaction show. He and Ross Jackson will be there. I don't know if they're going to do, like, a crossover recap or what, but David will be back on tomorrow's episode talking about what happened between the Bucks and the Saints. I want to thank you again for making Locked on Bucks your first listen or view of the day. And again, for the biggest headlines in all of sports, make sure you are checking out Locked on Sports today. It is available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and give us a call at 813-444-5841 if you have a reaction to the game. I will offer a disclaimer. We've been having some issues with the voicemail, been looking into it, reached out to Google support, trying to get that fixed, but... I don't want you all thinking that we're ignoring your voicemails, so please still continue to send them in. We're going to do our best to make sure that we get all that straightened out so that we can get your voices back on this show. Check out what David's doing over at Day.com, and, of course, check me out over at SBNationsBucsNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter, at lockedonbucks at JArco underscore bucks and at need to Hope you all Have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire those cannons. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.